Hello, everybody, and welcome to Facebook uh, Balls and Sticks, the podcast. Uh, I'd like to welcome everybody watching on YouTube and also on uh, or listening on your podcast uh, platforms. This is Mikey. I'm flying solo this week, but that doesn't mean we don't have a great show for you. Um, and by we, I mean me. But uh, yeah, it it's yeah gonna be exciting today. Um, we are, sorry I'm running so late, uh, if you're watching, if you're trying to watch live or you normally watch live, uh, I'm about an hour and 20 minutes n- later than normal, uh, my computer completely took a crap on me, so I had to reboot everything and get that ready to go, uh, so it might be a little bit quicker of a show than normal, but, uh, you know, normally I can make, uh, I can make some stuff happen. Uh, some stuff we're going to talk about today. Uh, minimum, uh, we always have the NASCAR corner, something for you to look out for. We also have uh, adding in the Indy 500 into that. Uh, we have some baseball to talk about um, and uh, some quick hits to talk about. So um, all that and more. But first, uh, we roll the intro. We don't ha- again, because of every- the world breaking, my computer breaking, we don't have the video uh, different thing, the the thing on the video. So you're gonna watch me dance around to this if you're watching on YouTube or Facebook. But uh, we'll get it fixed. Uh, don't worry. Broadcasting live from somewhere in Iowa. This is Balls and Sticks, the podcast, with your host Mike. And rich. Okay, thanks for rolling that intro. Now, let's first get into the poll question this week. This week's poll question was, remember the Titans versus Miracle. Uh, man, such a good, uh, a, a good li- matchup. Uh, these two, pr- man, I think they're probably the best two uh, on the list. Um, and, uh, yeah, so this week, uh, I voted for Remember the Titans, Rich voted for Miracle, Remember the Titans wins, five to four, folks, five to four, very tight race, uh, could have gone either way, um, thank you all for voting. Yeah, um, this next week's race is, or this next week's poll is gonna be Rocky Four. Versus the, excuse me, versus the Karate Kid. Rocky Four versus the Karate Kid. That poll should go live in about eight minutes if you're listening to, or if you're watching live. Uh, noon Central Standard Time, or Daylight's Time, sorry. Noon Daylight Time. Uh, and if you, you know, that's generally when our polls go live. Uh, so, yeah. Well, folks, do you see what's coming up next? You guessed it. It's a left turn. And after that, another left turn. In fact, we have more left turns happening this weekend than we do most weekends. As we head into the NASCAR Corner. Presented by Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated. East Moline, Illinois. Check them out for all your uh, memorabilia needs. Okay, uh, first thing I got to do this week is give a NASCAR shout out. That NASCAR shout out is going to go to. Let's get down to it. 
Circuit of the Americas. Oh, back to Rich. Solomon coming back with a solid 206 point. Um, 206 points for his uh, Circuit of America, which blasted him uh, more points than me by more than almost than by more than 60 and more than 40 for Tony. Uh, overall, though, uh, Tony still has a solid lead over him. Uh, but, you know, the race is still decently tight. Rich has kind of run away that way. Um, and, uh, yeah. But uh, this week's race, um, well, Rich, uh, Rich is not here to celebrate. He, in fact, uh, earned two points because he got his, uh, he got, he picked the winner 100% correct. Um, so, you know, one of those things, it happens, uh, Rich, good job, uh, I'm proud of you. uh, that brings this season's total to 10, from, from 10 to 3 to 10 to 5, uh, Rich hoping to make a comeback, uh, this week we are at Charlotte Motor Speedway, but before we talk about that race, I'm gonna actually talk about the Indy race, the Indy race starts... Uh, before, so we'll go because we have 1,100 miles of racing this weekend, folks. That that most race fans will end up watching. You have the date, the Indy 500, which is a 500 mile race at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, the most famous motorsports race in America. Um, if you don't know this, it is a global phenomenon. This is not just a U.S. thing where the Daytona 500 tends to be more focused in the U.S., not focused uh, globally. The Indy 500 ends up being a global phenomenon. Uh, so, um, uh, this year um, is set to be great. Um, one of the, the past champions, one of the guys that uh, everybody knows well, uh, had to qualify in Will Powers uh, sitting in the back row. Um, that is going to be my pick, folks. I'm going to pick Will Powers for the the uh, for the the Indy 500. Uh, Rich picked Rennes Vicky. He won the 2021 Indy Grand Prix. The driver who won that race in 2018 and 2019 went on to win the Indy 500 that is Rich's logic behind that good logic I just like Will Powers A he has a really cool name B uh he is Australian C um you know he has lots of talent there also folks if you don't know about this you need to know about this uh Simone Simona de de Silver Silveristo uh, is racing. She is on a basically an all uh, a, not an all female team, but a mostly female team. Um, it is a huge accomplishment. Uh, she qualified. She is the last qualifier this year. Um, good luck to her. Hopefully, she does a great job, and uh, we get to see her. Uh, I I would not be bummed if she won. That would be really cool. Um, also, other key names to look out for. Tony Kanan 
and Scott Dixon. As always, those guys always do a really good job, along with Elio Castroneves. Uh, I mean, this is a list of who's 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 racing this race. Uh, guys that just, I mean, it's amazing. Um, the lone Andretti out there is Marco Andretti this year. Uh, hopefully he can do a good job. With that being said, we're going to move on to fantasy or to uh, to the Charlotte 600 or the Coca-Cola 600. Uh, the longest race in the of the year. Gonna be crazy. Gonna it, it's an endurance race, folks. Um, Rich has honors. With that, he is actually picking Kyle Larson uh, to win. Uh, he's really good on the one and a half mile tracks. Uh, Hendricks is super hot right now. Those are two great facts. Uh, he'll also be looking out for most of the Hendricks guys. Uh, watch out for Kyle Busch. There's practice. Anytime Kyle Busch gets a practice, he tends to do really well. Uh, and then Martin Truex Jr. has a great history. Uh, if you're looking for some sleepers right now, Rich would recommend Tyler Reddick and Chris Busher. Um, I'm going to actually recommend, um, I, I think, I think I'm going to go, uh, this week with Kevin Harvick. That's who I'm going to pick for the race. Uh, my sleeper, anybody can do this and not anybody can do this, but, uh, Charlotte is one of those racetracks where lots of people are like, most of these teams know it fairly well. Um, so look for, let's go with Ryan Pace, going to be my sleeper this week. And uh, outside of that, you know, folks, uh, just pick some of the guys, pick guys that you know um, are going to do, that, that generally do well. Um, you want guys that are in good shape. Uh, younger guys tend to do all right here. Uh, look for Bubba Wallace to come out and, and have a good showing this week. That's I'm gonna give you Bubba Wallace. That's gonna be my big, um, my big race uh, pick this week. I know that sounds crazy, uh, but uh, he's who I'm going with. Uh, probably not a huge pick for most, but you know, um, that's that's what I'm gonna go with. Bubba Wallace as my final sleeper. Um, Besides that, um, man, so I should probably talk about that Coda race. Um, you couldn't see Jack. NASCAR uh, on the road courses is allowing them to do uh, rain racing, which is fine. I don't mind racing in the rain. I think there's good stuff to happen there. Um, the problem is that uh, too many times um, in this race, and, and we saw it, it's what took uh, it's what took my my pick to win this week, uh, Kevin Harvick, out of the race. Uh, he was slowing up, and uh, uh, and as he was slowing up, uh, somebody came up from behind and nailed him. Because nobody could see anything. So it was not a good thing. Uh, just, it was ugly. 
Uh, look for this week for a good rebound for everybody. They shouldn't be. They're not going to be racing in the rain. It's but it's still going to be a good race. Uh, look out for that. Uh, and that is tomorrow on tomorrow at eight eighteen Eastern time. So that's five uh, Central on Fox. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be on actual Fox this week. So that's good. Um, yeah, you, if even if you don't have TV, you can or don't have cable, you can still catch it. Uh, once again, folks, that is the NASCAR Corner presented by Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated. Check them out in East Moline, Illinois, for all of your sports memorabilia needs. Okay, um, heading into baseball this week, um, man. Uh, the Cubs went five and one show to show. In fact, they the only game they lost was last Saturday's game, and ever since then they've been on a five zero run. Uh, they are second in the division, half a game back off Saint off the Cardinals. Um, honestly, folks, the Cubs need to keep winning. Why? Because the Cubs, um, if the Cubs can keep winning, this is the the key here. If the Cubs keep winning. Uh, the Cubs can can get into first place. They need St. Louis to lose a game. Um, but man, um, man, that was that's that's it's just all there is to it. Um, the team that is leading the division at Memorial Day is like seventy percent seventy percent of the time makes it in the playoffs. Folks, if we want to make the playoffs this year, we need to do well. Uh, again, I don't know that that's going to be the case for the Cubs uh, as they might be using a lot of these final year guys as trade fodder. And so we'll see. Um, this next week, uh, we have two against two more against the Reds. One that starts in about an hour, one that's, and then a game tomorrow. Uh, then we have two versus the Padres. Uh, both of those series are at home, and then they go out to Saint or to uh, San Francisco for a two game, two more games Friday and Saturday next week. Probably have a Sunday game in there as well. They might have a Monday game. I, I'm not sure how that's going to end up working, folks. But I, yeah, they're out in San Francisco. Uh, Rich's prediction uh, is three and four. The Padres are red hot. It's the first West Coast road trip since 2019. That that's a good point. Um, I'm gonna. Ooh, Rich has uh, something that I could talk about myself for about an hour, but I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna. We're doing a quick show today, folks. I'm almost through the the rest of this. He has the the note on here about Javi Baez. Uh, and Willie, Wilson Contreras uh, making a run happen uh, in a ridiculous play. Uh, we'll talk. Rich and I will talk about this more at length next week. Was it good base running or was it bad defense? Um, the quick answer is bad defense. Uh, there's nothing. There is no way, shape, or form that anything like that should have ever happened. Uh, we'll talk about it next week. Uh, I'll even have um, 
I, I'll have the video. We'll do the video. That way people can, uh, those that watch it can see. Um, but, you know, it's one of those things, folks. You've got to, it, you kind of got to see it to believe it. Um, which is why the YouTube people next week and the uh, and the Facebook people next week will be able to see it. Uh, but uh, Rich and I are going to talk about it at length. We're going to break down this play, what happened, why we think it happened, and uh, things that uh, things to be learned. Uh, I think is is what we're going to do next week. Um, it's been a cra- like I said, going to be a crazy short. I might make it a half hour this week, folks. I don't know that I will, uh, mostly because with all the computer stuff going on, we have a big day going on. We, we're getting ready to go on the road. We got a two hour road trip that we got to make. Uh, if I make a half hour, I'll be happy with that. Um, so, what uh, was it? Good base running was was a bad defense. Um, it was good. It was heads up base running, I will say. I don't know. I mean, it, good base running, heads up base running. There's a difference there. The difference, uh, I would argue, is that uh, good base running is um, good base running is doing things that should happen. If that makes sense combating things that should happen or good heads up ways of making things happen versus bad base running which would have been uh, as, as opposed to heads up which is play until the de- the play is dead there's a huge difference there folks and and we'll get into it like I said we're going to get into this a whole lot more next week Rich is going to have uh, Rich has some opinions on it I have opinions on it um but I would say overall, it was mostly bad defense by Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh screwed that play up. Uh, so many ways for them to end that play without giving up a run. And yet, what did they do? They gave up the run. Like, how do you give up a run on a play that should be a force out at first? I don't understand it. We'll break it down next week. Look forward to that next week, folks. Um it, so much more to talk about um and it's always helpful when rich is here because we have i mean yes this is a very condensed we don't have a lot of stuff to talk about this week um nba so um uh nba is in the playoff so yeah we'll talk about it next week um luckily no big controversies in baseball i mean there's one um but that's part of our quick hits, which we'll get to in just a moment. Uh, I'm going to give you a quick update in the um, NBA playoffs. Because, you know, that's what you're here for. Updates and stuff. Um, so Denver leads two games to one over the Trailblazers. Not a super surprise. Milwaukee is just tearing it up against the Heat. Could close it out today uh, in about... 21 minutes you can catch that game um the the 76ers are two games up on the wizards uh and the series for J- the jazz and grizzlies are tied at one game apiece uh i will tell you if the jazz lose that game 
Um, nobody's stopping LeBron uh, currently. So that's I'm just I'm saying that right now. Uh, if the Jazz are not out in, as part of it, nobody's stopping LeBron. Uh, Atlanta leads the Knicks two games to one. By the way, we need to talk about this. New York fans. And I know we at least have one that's a fan of the show. His name's Mark. Uh, hopefully, it, if we ever make this show a real thing, uh, he'll be our one of our. He'll be our producer. Uh, I would love for that to be the case, Mark Wishnia. If you are listening and/or watching or any of the above, uh, can you explain to me why your Knicks fans were celebrating so hardcore about winning one game, one game? Um, I don't get it. Um, like seriously, they were out in the streets partying like their team completely did everything. Like they were the greatest team ever. And I don't understand why the Knicks did that. Knicks fans, come on. We also got to talk about um, popcorn being dropped on uh, Russell Westbrook and Trey Young getting spit on. Folks, now, there are people in the world right now that think that the popcorn drop was outrageous. It is a little outrageous. People, when you go to these games, A, it's a privilege, it's not a right. B, and this is where things really get me ticked off. These guys don't get paid enough for you to do, like, yeah, they get paid a lot of money. But dumping popcorn on them, spitting on them, that's not what they, they're there for. They're not for, they're there for entertain to entertain you, not to take abuse from you. There's a huge difference. These are things that people need to understand. Um, I don't get why uh, you would think that it's acceptable to dump popcorn on somebody or spit on somebody at a game. Now, does it happen on a regular basis where fans do this to each other every day? This is the bigger part that I have a problem with. Every game, not every game, but lots of games you go to, there are people that are wearing uniforms for the other team. They're cheering for the other team and it gets ugly a lot of times rich and i have been immensely lucky in our lives that we go to wrigley we go to milwaukee i've gone to the south side we've even i've even gone to st louis we've stayed in the midwest for the most part and this is where the this is where i think the the issue i mean this is why people say you're midwest nice this is the biggest example of it. I have gone to games, and when I say gone to, I mean this is not a one one and done. I've gone to games with fans of St. Louis when it's a St. Louis when it's a Cubs Cards game in Wrigley, and never once did anybody do anything towards the person wearing St. Louis gear in a, a violent way, b in a way that was disrespectful enough that made me fear for her or them doesn't make sense anytime rich and i go to 
Milwaukee to go to a game, which we've done quite a bit. We walk in wearing our gear. Now, granted, Milwaukee's a little bit of a special case because there are, tend to be more uh, Cubs fans than there are Brewers fans at those games. Mm-hmm. That's a little bit of a special case. We'll, we can dive into that a little bit if you want, but never have we had any issues. Yes, we give ribbings to each other. Yes, we get crap. But never once have I ever, 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 folks, felt like I was in danger. Now, look at me. I'm a bigger guy. I look somewhat imposing. I tend to wear a hat and glasses that make me, you could, some would argue, I mean, my wife says I look like I'm a big, scary dude sometimes. I don't think so, but okay. If that's what it is, that's what it is. I don't know. But I've never seen people, like, you'll get people that that make fun of each other. And what's even better, and this is my favorite part, I've been to Cubs games with Cardinal fans. Now, the Cardinal fan I was with, because she was sitting next to me and we were talking, obviously, um, we didn't, nobody messed with us, but there was a guy a couple rows up who was being a little more vocal. He was getting harassed legitimately harassed um one of the few times i've seen it now he was dishing it out a little bit and people people were dishing it back and so um one guy took offense to him and started being slightly belligerent i'm sure he imbibed a little bit more than he needed to um but in that instance i watched cubs fans Yell at other Cubs fans to leave them alone. That's not how we do it here in Wrigley. Okay. So we've talked about the fan-on-fan violence and anger. Now you're telling me that these guys, you're you're now fan-on-player? These guys are here to provide you with entertainment. That's all they do. They're here for you to enjoy. I don't care. I don't like Albert Pujols. I will make fun of him. But you know what I won't do? I will not. I will not stop in the middle of a game and throw something at him. I won't spit at him. I will never go. If his family, if I knew who his family was, I don't. Sorry. I'm a sports fan. I'm not that big of a sports fan. But uh, no, I am that big of a sports fan. I just don't care. I don't care who his family is. But if his family was at the game, you know what I'm not going to do? I'm not going to go yell at his family and make fun of them and harass them. His family did nothing. But what have we seen these last few weeks? We've seen family members getting harassed so bad they have to leave the stadium. We've seen players get popcorn dumped on them. Come on now. Hey, that popcorn was probably five bucks for a bucket of popcorn. You know that. I know that. And you're going to dump it on somebody? Come on now. We're better than that, aren't we? And if you're not, I don't want you at the games. Better still? And this is the one, I think, honestly, what needed to happen to the gentleman who spit on Trey Lance? You need to be arrested. There is no excuse for that. Popcorn, honestly, is it going to hurt anybody? No. Folks, let's be honest with ourselves. And we've been to football games where 
they're dumping beer and popcorn and everything in the tunnel while teams are walking by and the teams are using that just to to hype themselves up more basketball they're a little softer i'm not gonna i'm not even gonna joke that they're not they are 100 percent softer but here's the difference it's not necessary you're not gonna hurt somebody dumping popcorn on them most likely the biggest risk is if they slip on it and hurt themselves as they're walking over it yeah that's a risk okay Meh. did russell westbrook handle it well no but the fact of the matter is it's not a huge deal I don't think. So what are we doing here, folks? The popcorn, I think, is less of a big deal. You're not, Honestly, you're not going to hurt somebody. It's disrespectful. It's, I mean, if it wouldn't have been caught on camera, would anything have been made of it? Probably not. Honestly, probably not. If, it, if, if A, the camera doesn't catch what, it, what happened as it happened, it's not going to, nothing's going to go down. B, if, if Russell Westbrook doesn't act like the world's coming to an end and he's going to destroy the world because of what happened to him because he got popcorn dumped on him, are we going to see it, this at all? No. But both those things happened, so, we're, so where are we now? Well, we're talking about it. Does The popcorn thing, it doesn't bother me as bad. It's, don't do it. It's dumb. It's A, a waste of $5 of popcorn that you bought. B, and this is the bigger thing, these guys don't, he didn't do anything to deserve it. I don't care that you don't like him. I don't like a lot of people. I don't like some of the people I've worked with in the past. You know what I don't do? I don't go spit on them. I don't go dump popcorn on them. Okay, we're done with the popcorn side. Now let's get to the tray, to the tray lands spitting on somebody. This is beyond excusable. When you were in kindergarten, you learned not to spit on people, didn't you? Like, seriously. What do you think? When did it ever become acceptable to spit on somebody? I've never seen it. Yes, I've been spit on couple of times actually couple of times in malice pissed a guy off spit on me you know what I did I dunked him we were in the pool we were he was he started a splash fight because he was a little punk I took the bait being a guy that lived in a pool for much of his young his growing up days like folks when I tell you I lived in a pool we had season passes to the pool because we got them subsidized for us. And we would be there from 10 in the morning when they opened until 6 at night when they closed. I was a perfect shade of bronze. I lived in a pool. I was on the swim team. I knew how to to drown somebody in splashes. I did this to this guy. He spat on me. You know what I did? I dunked him. Now... I got my revenge, whatever. He cried a little bit. I laughed. Blah, blah, blah. Game over. Whatever. Who cares? But spitting on somebody is, A, it's not just disrespectful. It's gross. B, it is legally assault. This guy needs to be arrested. 
I don't care if Trey Lance wants to press charges. I think they should press charges to him. The DA has every right to do it. There's probably video evidence of it. The guy's not going to get out of it. He should do. Uh, should he do hard time? Probably not. But you know what? Maybe. Prove to these people that we take this seriously. Oh, they gave him a lifetime ban. You think anybody, any any individual who is scanning your ticket is going to take the time and make sure that that's not you coming in? When was the last time somebody took your ticket and actually checked on you to make sure you were who bought the ticket or whatnot? They don't do that. A lifetime ban. That's a that's lip service. NBA, we got to get real about this. You want to stop these things from happening? Press charges. Have that guy go to jail. That's what he deserves. I don't care if he if he made your team look like a fool. I don't care if you came out on the court and he made you look like a fool. You don't spit on people. When I'm talking to when somebody gets too close to it and is talking to me and they spit on me, that's gross. I back up. They keep following, I back up more. Like, there is no excuse. We learned as little children. Don't spit on people. And yet, here we are. Can't believe it some days. Seriously, I don't get it. Why is this an acceptable... Why do you think this is acceptable as a sports fan? What in your right mind makes you think when you go to the game that... that uh, you can assault an a, a NBA player and get away with it. Arrest him, put him in jail. I don't care. So, what else do we got to talk about this week? Well, uh, NHL playoffs are going on. Um, let me give you an update on that. Um... So today, the Maple Leafs play the Canadians. The Maple Leafs um, lead three games to two. Uh, game six tonight at 6.30. Uh, the Islanders, speaking of Mark Wishnia, the Islanders are playing the Brewers, Bruins. Uh, it's game one. Look for that game tonight, today at 7. Um, tonight, or t- tomorrow at 4, you have the Lightning and the Hurricane. So your thunderstorm match, if you will, um, game one, uh, and then if needed, there's game f- or that was no that was game five. So yeah, tomorrow is that. Um, the Golden Knights won their series against the Wild four to three, and uh, obviously the Hurricane beat the Preds. So yeah, that's where we are, folks. Um, and what else do we got going on? There's that. There's that. I don't think we have much more. I got 35 minutes out of this week. I apologize, folks. Normally, I would, uh, we would, Rich would be here and we could banter back and forth. Um, Rich, I know you're listening. We need to put on the outline next week for uh, the spitting and the popcorn, and let's get your opinions on it a little bit. Um, and we also should put on. Um, the, the Javi Baez. We're, we'll do a full breakdown of it. Look for that next week, folks. If you are watching us on Facebook and you want to just listen to us, put us in the on the on in the car while you're driving 
uh, to a wedding two hours away or whatever you're doing. Um, we are here for you. We have a way for you to do that. Check us out anywhere where you get your podcasts. Spotify, Google Podcasts. I'm pretty sure Rich has said we're on Apple Podcasts. Um, we're, we're on a lot of those platforms. Uh, I'm still working on getting in iHeartRadio and then also in um, Amazon Podcasts. Those are two that I don't think we have yet. But outside of those, I think we're in pretty much anywhere else. Um, yeah, you can you actually anchor has their own way to find us as well. So let's do that. Um, now, ooh, I know what I still haven't done. Wow, I haven't done the quick hits for the week. Um, Rich, giving a shout out to Rich this week. Uh, he is out camping. Enjoy your Memorial Day, um, folks. Before, I, yeah, we'll do those shout outs in just a second. The quick hits, uh, Joe West. Uh, breaks the record for most games umpired or cheated, stolen from other teams or stuff, whatever you want to call it. I hate Joe West. Uh, with 5,376 career games umpired, the most ever umpired. Good on him. I don't like him, but whatever. Uh, Phil Mickelson became the oldest golfer ever to win a major with at 50 years of age. Wow. Good job, lefty. Uh He's also the fourth uh, golfer to win majors in four different decades. Wow. So that would have been the the 90s, the aughts, the 10s, and the 20s now? Wow. Wow. Um, and finally, in NBA news or NFL news, uh, Adam Vinatieri retires all-time leading scorer. I'm pretty sure it's all-time leading scorer for uh, for the NFL total, um, not just for kickers, but he also holds tons of kicking records. Um, finally retires. Uh, we're not even going to put this as a poll question because. 100% of if you don't say yes he's a hall of famer you're an idiot don't even vote on my poll questions like legitimately adam vinatieri is a like the question is is he a first ballot hall of famer or does he deserve the rules to be changed so he can go in a year early because he's that good that's honestly folks that's my argument on it um adam vinatieri is amazing uh been doing it since the 90s i believe so he probably has kicked a field goal in every day de- in in four different decades probably i would i would almost guess i'm gonna look it up let's look it up i got some time um adam vinatieri started went 57 years old folks or no 48 sorry 48 i don't know what said 57 but 40, 48 years old. Uh, 96. Or ni- 96, he started kicking with the Patriots. So, yes, between 96 and 2000 and uh, whatever year, 2020, he kicked a field goal. And he probably kicked a field goal in every one of those seasons. Ain't no doubt. Hall of Famer. He's got... Four Super Bowl rings, three Pro Bowl appearances, uh, three, and and each one of those he was a first team All Pro. 
Um, I mean, he's one of the top 100 uh, players of all time, according to the people that made those lists for the NFL. Uh, Most consecutive field goals made in a row, 44. Uh, Most combined regular season and postseason games played, 397. Most career goals fields, most career field goals made, 599. Most career field goals attempted, 715. And I was correct. Most career points, period, 2,673 points. Longest field goal he's ever kicked, 57 yards. Folks, 83.8% field goal percentage. This guy is an animal, deserves every bit of it, has kicked a field goal, I guarantee it, in every decade from the 90s to today. Four decades. Wow. Look at that guy go. (laughs) Hall of Famer right there. Okay, folks. Um, like I said, if you are listening, watching us on Facebook and you want to just listen to us, jump onto the podcast platform of your choice. Look for us there. Final, also, if you are listening to us on, your po- on one of the podcast places that we are on, uh, we do ask um, that you uh, – we do ask that you jump on Facebook.com slash Balls and Sticks and give us a like there. Also, give us a like, rate us, do all those things on there. Um, and if you want to participate in our poll questions, it's facebook.com slash fans of Balls and Sticks, or just look look us up as Balls and Sticks Fans Group on Facebook. Um, what else is there? Oh, yeah. Um, if you want to join us, we try to do this every Saturday at 10.30 a.m. We're live. So if you uh, comment... Or if you um, do any of that stuff, we give you shout-outs. So now we're at that section of the show. Shout-outs. Rich Hendricks says, nice job this week, Mike. Uh, thanks, Rich. I appreciate it. Um, hopefully uh, next week we got to get together a little bit earlier because I have to reset up our video system because everything got screwed up this week. Uh, we will talk to you next week, folks. Um Man, God bless, and uh, I, by the way, okay, time out before I, before I go. Uh, man, I'm going to make this a 50-minute episode before with just random things. Um, and, and this one's for Rich. Remember, folks, Memorial Day is not for veterans. We appreciate our veterans. We love our veterans. If you don't know, Rich is a veteran. My best, the best man at my wedding, a veteran. Family, we have tons of family, friends that are veterans. But this weekend is about those guys that that don't get to be called veterans because they lost their life. Um, It's not a weekend for you to have a barbecue. I'm not opposed to you having a barbecue weekend this weekend. What I am opposed to is you forgetting that the reason this weekend is existing is for those families that don't get to, to see daddy anymore. Rich has friends that he's seen go out on patrol and not come back. That's who this is for. It is not for the guy. 
the guys that come home, we thank you so much. But that's not, you know this, it's not your weekend. This is for those families that don't get somebody to come back. This is for those families whose young men and women don't get to take off their uniform. Armed Forces Day was two weeks ago. That was the day we celebrated those that still wear their uniform. In a few, in a, in, on Veterans Day, that's when we celebrate those that, that got to take off their uniform. But today we remember those who don't. We're going to take a moment. We're just going to let you sit there. Um, I really wish Rich was here because he, I know every year he has shout outs because he knows guys. Um, so I'm just going to take a minute. You're going to sit for one minute and we're going to think about this. We're going to remember those guys. Um, we're going to, we're going to let them have their moment. I'm not I'm not worried about what it how long it takes. This show happens. We're we're not perfect by any means. And so um so we're we're going to let it go. So I'm actually going to give you 1 minute. And you're going to have to it, it's it's just going to be it's going to be what it is. Um, it's going to be a little over a minute. And we're going to deal with it. Because, uh, folks, this weekend's not not just a great weekend to have a three-day weekend. It's a weekend to remember these those guys. So to those families that are missing somebody, thank you. To everybody listening that wore the uniform ever, thank you. Even if you are now. But we really want to remember those families that don't get to come home. The family of Pat Tillman is is the only one I'm coming up with right now. So that's our sports and memory crossover.
Yeah. Might sound like a, down, a downer. We're free because of those guys. For that, we thank them. And we thank their families. Folks, it's been a great week. Enjoy your three-day weekend. But remember those that sacrifice everything for you so that you could have that weekend. God bless. Time to roll that outro. Broadcasting live from somewhere in Iowa, this is Bald and Stick the Podcast with your hosts, Mike and Rich.